Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an all-new episode of The Bearded Biomed, hosted by yours truly. Today, I'm going to be doing something a little bit more fun, something a little bit different, um, as opposed to the interviews, product reviews, or a, a specific topic point related to our field. As we know, uh, Halloween is quickly approaching, and I figured it would be fun to share some Biomed-themed short stories uh, that I've put together uh, for this episode today. I have three of them, and uh, I know a lot of you guys listen to the show either commuting to work, leaving work, on lunch, uh, watching it during that time. So I'm uh, just going to narrate them for you. I hope you enjoy them, and uh, I would love to hear your thoughts going forward. I think uh, this would be kind of like a fun uh, thing I might do every every now and then, just you know, write some short stories just to kind of make it a little bit more uh, you know, expressive of, I guess, my creativity, I guess. So I hope you enjoy and uh, let's enjoy the, uh, the horse story. Story one. In the dimly lit sterile corridors of Greenwood Medical Center, where the hushed whispers, unseen terrors echoed, a group of dedicated biomed technicians worked tirelessly to maintain the hospital's life-supporting machinery. They were unsung heroes, hidden in the shadows, often forgotten in the chaos of the hospital's daily operations. One chilly night, a violent thunderstorm raged outside, casting eerie shadows that danced through the labyrinth halls. A power surge went through the entire hospital, causing an unsettling flicker in the overhead lights. The hospital's lifeblood, its devices, began to malfunction. Alarms rang out like banshees, and the heart monitors emitted distressing tones. Brian, the lead technician, was a battle-hardened expert in the arcane world of medical machinery. With sweat beating down his forehead, he sprang into action. His team, including Emma and Daniel, were no strangers to a crisis situation. The intercom crackled to life, and the voice of Dr. Carter, the head of the ICU, filled the air with tension. We need you now. It's chaos in here. Brian and his team sprinted down the bloodstained corridor towards the ICU, their footsteps echoing ominously. The patients' lives hung in the balance, trapped in a labyrinth of failing equipment. They reached the ICU, and the scene that greeted them was nightmarish. Ventilators gasped in breath. Heart monitors displayed erratic rhythms. Then IV pumps sputtered like dying machines. In the midst of the chaos, doctors and nurses fought to keep their patients alive, but the equipment was their only lifeline. Brian and his team sprang into action. The power surges wreaked havoc, causing circuitry to short-circuit and final settings to reset. Emma focused on the ventilators. Her nimble fingers danced across the control panels as she coaxed the machines back to life. Daniel, with the steady hands, was by the side of a patient whose heart monitor had flatlined. He frantically reconnected the wires and reset the alarms. The room seemed to hold its breath as the monitor came back to life, beeping in time with the patient's heartbeat. Brian, a surgeon's precision, adjusted IV pumps, ensuring that life-saving medications flowed as they should. It was a delicate dance of wires and circuits that Ryan was a master conductor. 
Minutes felt like hours as they worked tirelessly to restore order in the ICU. Slowly, the ominous sounds of failing equipment turned into a symphony of beeping monitors and humming machines. Dr. Carter and his team breathed a sigh of relief as their patients stabilized. The storm outside began to subside, and the power surge had passed. The technicians had saved the day once more, their expertise and bravery preventing a catastrophe. They retreated from the ICU, unnoticed and unthanked, back to their hidden world of machinery and circuitry in the basement. In the end, the heroes of that harrowing night were not Kate Crusaders, but quiet warriors who labored beneath and behind the scenes ensuring that the beating heart of the hospital, its medical devices, continued to pump life into the veins of those in need. In the dark corners of Greenwood Medical Center, the biomed technicians were the unsung saviors, keeping the darkness at bay, one calibration at a time. Story 2 In a mismanaged medical center, the leaking med medical gas valves hissed as Ollie the biomed tech stepped into the abandoned and decaying Willowbrook Hospital. It was reminiscent of a time when medical science was still finding its footing. Ollie had heard rumors about this place, stories whispered among his colleagues, and the bizarre experiments that had once taken place within its decaying walls. He had been called to the hospital for an emergency repair, and against his better judgment, he had come. The hallway stretched out long before him, a never-ending corridor of peeling paint and broken tiles. The only sound was the soft shuffle of his footsteps on the linoleum floor. All his footsteps whispered as if the hospital itself was trying to tell him a deep, dark secret of the past. His destination was the basement. The darkest and most sinister level of the hospital, where most biomeds tend to reside. The flickering light seemed to grow dimmer, and the deeper he went, and as he descended the stairs, his heart quickened. The legend spoke of an old, abandoned wing, where the most horrifying experiments had taken place. The door to the basement was heavy and rusted, but Ollie managed to pry it open. The smell that hit him was like a punch to the gut, a nauseating mixture of decay and chemicals. The flickering lights cast long, disfigured shadows amongst the wall. Ollie swallowed hard, clutching his toolbox tightly. He had finally reached a room to which he was summoned to. It was totally lit, a chamber filled with assortment of antiquated medical devices, rusty gurneys, archaic surgical instruments, and a hodgepodge of accessories. The what caught Ollie's eye was a massive, Part monitor, its screen emitting an ominous, intermittent beep. 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 His expertise kicked in, and he set to work examining the machine. It should have been impossible for it to still be functioning, not after all these years. His fingers traced the tangled wires, his breath quickening as he began to comprehend the horror of what he just realized. And the machine was hooked up to a corpse, its chest cavity open, and a mechanical heart implanted within the withering body. Tubes snaked out of the body like a grotesque rooting system, 
connecting it to various devices. Folly's hands trembled as he tried to disconnect the heart monitor, but as he touched the wires, the room seemed to come alive with a malevolent energy. The lights overhead flickered more violently. The heartbeat on the monitor, once weak and sporadic, started to grow stronger and more regular. Beep, beep, beep. A bone-chilling whisper echoed through the room, sending shivers down his spine. It's alive. He turned to see the lifeless corpse on the gurney stirring. It sat up, its milky, slightless eyes fixed on Ollie. Its voice, a ghastly moan, resonated from the gaping hole in his chest, where the mechanical heart thumped ominously. He stumbled back, or coursing through his veins. The basement seemed closing around him. The walls began to ooze. He fumbled for his toolbox, des desperate to escape. But his heart's monitor alarm blared with an unnatural urgency. The room was filled with agonized wails of the once-dead patient, and the devices around him began to creak and groan. As Ollie reached the top of the basement stairs, Pete Gare glanced back. The heart monitor had stopped. The basement was consumed by a cacophony of clashing, metallic noises, anguished cries. The hospital seemed to shake. He bolted out of the building, never to look back. The stories of Willowbrook Hospital were not mere legends, they gruesome realities. He knew he would never forget the sight of the reanimated corpse, the mechanical heart, and that unholy symphony of an ancient medical device. In the distance, he could still hear the faint, haunting echo of that otherworldly heartbeat, a cruel reminder of the horrors that he had unwittingly uncovered. The hospital had claimed another victim and Ollie was forever scarred by the malevolent force that lurked in the heart of its decaying walls. 3. In the damp basement of St. Mary's Hospital, Casey and Sarah embarked on their nightly rounds. The creaking of an ancient building added an extra layer of unease to their already unsettling job. Tonight, however, something far more sinister awaited them. As they entered the room, housing the hospital's most outdated machines, they felt an unusual chill in the hair. Casey adjusted his glasses nervously, while Sarah clutched her patient simulator for comfort. Her machines loomed like grotesque monsters in the dim light. Their first stop was the room containing an old EKG machine. Its needles trembled erratically on the antiquated chart as if the ghost of a patient long gone was trying to communicate with them. Casey examined the machine. Sweat rolled down his back. This thing should have been replaced years ago. Unaware of Sarah's tense expression, the moment he had touched the EKG wires, a deafening scream echoed through the brain. And the machine's needles began to dance wildly, spelling out a cryptic message. Jake can't save you. Sarah shrieked and stumbled back, her patient simulator falling on the ground. Casey's face had turned ashen, but he couldn't take his eyes off of the bizarre message. Terrifying thoughts swirled in his mind. 
Shaken, they had moved on to the room that housed the hospital's obsolete ventilator. The room was deathly silent, same for the rhythmic hissing of the machine. Sarah inched closer, her trembling hand reaching for the controls. With trepidation, she adjusted the knob, and the hissing intensified, forming a haunting whisper. You're not alone. Their hearts pounding, they frantically moved from room to room, encountering more nightmarish messages from the medical devices. The defibrillator warned them, Your time is running out. The X-ray machine displayed an eerie skeletal figure before fading away. With each encounter, Casey and Sarah felt the basement closing in on them. Their panic escalated until they found themselves trapped in a labyrinth of whispering machines. The message is growing more and more menacing with each step. They watch you. Death awaits. No escape. Cornered and desperate, they stumbled upon an MRI machine, which had an image on its screen that made their blood run cold. It was an image of their own terrified faces, distorted by the machine's magnetic resonance. The room spun as they fainted in terror, their consciousness slipping away. When they awoke, they found themselves outside the hospital, bathed in the soft light of the moon. It was as if the nightmare had never happened, but their memories were forever scarred. They never spoke of that night, and they left their jobs as biomed technicians haunted by the malevolent spirits of their machines. To this day, the basement of St. Mary's Hospital remains a place of dread, where the whispers of those technicians can still be heard by those brave enough to venture into the dark to do a calibration. So, I hope you guys enjoyed the stories. I had a lot of fun writing these uh, and narrating them. I hope I narrated them okay. Uh, this was pretty cool. So, I would love to hear you guys' thoughts. Uh, this was really fun. So, um, until next episode, where, you know, maybe I go back to <laughs> interviewing somebody or doing a topic point. Uh, this is your friendly bearded host, and thank you for watching. May the beard be with you.